You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, everybody? It's time for the best bits this weekend and a lot of y'all's favorite guests. Miss Amy is joining me. How are you? Hi. Good. <laughs> we were just eating some food. We had a little break and now we're ready to dive in and doing the Best Bits is a little bit different, uh, so I'm going to share with you all the, the bits that are included this week, and then we'll just have a fun conversation for a little bit. So, coming in at the number seven spot, Lunchbox wants to back out of a hosting event that we were both on. Uh, that was kind of controversial for a lot of reasons. Abby shared a big update in her dating life. We had Ryan Blaney on, who, if you're a big NASCAR fan, then you would totally know him. Eddie and I arm wrestled each other. Yeah, that happened. Thanks to you. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> nope, that's okay. It happened. Uh, the 12 Days of Bobby Bone Show Christmas. It was a whole song version that we did, and it was just hilarious. It was so funny, but I also <laughs> apologize for my tone. Oh, no. mine. I, I couldn't even sing mine. I, I listened back, and I was like, I wasn't even singing because I, I was saying ducked, and I was trying to really make sure that it didn't come across as another word. Yeah. So I was like, ducked. D. Yeah. Um, so that was there. We did the driving test, which shout out to both of us because hmm. we are um, some of the best on the show. It's ironic, huh? It is ironic. Hmm. Yeah. And then we had our St. Jude Radiothon. So all some really exciting stuff happened this week, and you can check that out with Best Bitch, Just the Bits. All right, Amy, you ready to dive in? You yes. ready to talk about some things? Yeah. I feel, I told you, re-energized because of the food we just had. <laughs> yes. I needed to pick me up, but. Well, so shout out Amerigo. They had heard me talking about their cheese fritters on The Best Bits. Which I just had my first cheese fritter What do you think? Your review? amazing. Yes. So good. You were dipping it in honey mustard, but I dipped it in the Caesar dressing. But I also think it would have been good dipped in marinara. Yeah, which they typically serve with as honey mustard and marinara. Okay. And it's like one of my top three best appetizers in the country. It was good. Yeah. A little spicy. Yeah, it has a little kick to it. Yeah. So, so shout out them. They, they brought it, but I like sharing my favorite places. So if you're in town and you're visiting Nashville and you want an Italian restaurant, Amerigo is one of my favorites. Yeah. Or an Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and the spicy isn't bad at all. It's just a surprising kick I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And get you. then to cool things down, well, I had a little bit of the lasagna too, and that was really good. And then to cool things down, I had a bite of Ray's tiramisu. Which you said was like the best you've. Taste That's it. the best tiramisu I've ever had. I don't normally like tiramisu, but I felt like I needed something, you know, 
to kind of, my mouth was tingling a little bit. And I yeah. was like, I need to cool this down. So um, Ray had just walked in with a slice. I'm like, can I have a bite? So <laughs> You're like, I just want one bite. I don't, and then I, I ran in here. One. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So shout out to them. Really awesome that they sent us over some lunch. But I want to talk about the wildest way you've made a friend, Amy. And I'm going to share a story with you and it might like ring some bells. So my best friend and I have 15 years. Our best friends all because the same boy cheated on us with each other. So back when I was in well, middle school, wild, yeah. yeah, wild. I was in middle school. She messaged me on Facebook and I was dating my high school boyfriend at the time. She was two years older than me. He was also two years older than me. And she messaged me on Facebook. She goes, hey, I think we're dating the same guy. And I was like, oh, wow, that's OK. That's a lot to take in. And so we ended up meeting up with each other in real life and then ended up like comparing notes. And sure enough, same guy, a lot of a lot of bad things that he had done to both of us, like basically dating us at the same time. So we like showed up to a party together that he had invited her to and like, surprise, we uh, we know all about what you did. It sounds like an episode on a TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was. And he was like totally shocked. He like threw a fit and we were like, huh, so we're breaking up with you. And now her and I, I mean, happily ever after, we've been best friends ever since. Gosh, that is definitely uh, a very interesting way. You know, honestly, how I met Bobby, like I'm thinking like going up and saying hi to him in a restaurant. That was very random and unique. Cat uh, Defada, who yeah. is uh, co-host on The Fifth Thing, which is a bonus episode for my Four Things podcast. Um, she, her, uh, uh, she replied to an email or she sent me an email, sorry, that I had requested, like was looking for therapists to come on Outway. And I had met Lisa on Instagram and Lisa and I were hosting it together and Lisa flew in from New York and we were going to record here in Nashville over a two day period. So I had put out a call or like something on Instagram or on my podcast or something like, hey, if anybody knows any therapists, have them email me. And sure enough, Kat, I get this email from Kat and something about it really stood out to me. The therapists we were hearing from, some of them didn't live in town. She was the only one that lived in Nashville that reached out. Some of the other ones we were, you know, just bringing in on the phone from, you know, even one person was over in Europe, but they were just really passionate about the topic and knowledgeable. But Kat replied to that and, of course, brought her in. Her, I didn't know her practice is literally across the street from here. It's on Music Row. That's wild. And she came in and... You know, you have no, no, you don't know that a friendship is going to spark up from that. Yeah. And we were talking about it the other day because I was at her bachelorette weekend and I was like, it's so crazy. We met because of a, a work email and you came in, did the thing and who knew we would have kept in touch and started hanging out. And that was like in January, February time frame. That all been four years ago. See, isn't that crazy? I also think it's always so wild, too, because we think adult friendships happen because like when you're a kid, it's like you're in school with somebody and that's kind of how you make friends. But like adult friendships are so strange how they end up forming. They're never how you expect. Yeah. And she hadn't even heard about the my request to find therapists. Her friend's mom heard it and called her and was like, you need to email Amy Brown. And so we have the her other friend's mom to thank for our friendship. See, that's so cool. I think it's really awesome when you look at like adult friendships and they just form in just the weirdest ways and you're like, Dang, this is wild. It's just one of my favorite things, especially as I look back on that friendship. And she's the longest friend I've had, like wow. 15 plus years. And I'm like, that's how it started? 
crazy. Never would have suspected that. And shout out to the really crappy guy who created that whole friendship. Yeah, y'all definitely have a good story with that. <laughs> yes, yours too, though. I'm I'm so curious how people have met their friends. So you can send them to us on Instagram if you have some cool friendship stories too. But let's also talk cat updates. How is Maggie doing? Oh, like actual cats, not yeah, just like therapy actual, cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, different cat. Cat with a C. Uh, Maggie's doing great. I feel like we're all just falling more and more in love with her as time goes by. She's just precious. Both the kids love her. She stays at the house consistently. She's always at my house. Cara goes back and forth to Ben's. When the kids are at Ben's, Cara's at Ben's. Do you feel like- So I'm, Maggie's a, a staple for me, so it feels good. So she's basically yours at this point. She's yeah. kind of morphed into being your cat versus like the family cat. She's like your cat. Yeah. And she'll sleep with me at night. And yeah. Stashira just got her a cute little Christmas uh, collar. Oh, It's really cute. Stashira worked a, a book fair a couple of weeks ago and she's working a, a flea market. She's working at Porter Flea this weekend. Um, do you ever go to that? Yeah, I've it's, been to that. No, oh, it's awesome. What so is she good. doing there? She's working with Camille at MB Goods. Okay, who, like selling things. She's actually working one of the stands. She needs Camille's, just like, whatever Camille needs. Like, hey, package this up. Maybe ring this up. She might be the, the cashier. But, uh, you know, Camille used to be in the music business. And she worked with Brett Eldridge and then Kelsey Ballerini for a long time. And yeah. then she started her own business um, a few years ago. And, yeah, she's invited Stashira. Or they're testing it out. It's her first time working for her. But if it goes well, then she can work other uh, – markets and maybe in the warehouse helping pack things. So is I'm assuming this is a way for her to make some extra money. Yeah. Got yeah. it. It's a, yes, it's a way for her to have a job, but still like with Camille taking her in, especially it being on the weekends and we can, hopefully she'll have some flexibility if it works out because her therapist, so she really wanted to get a job, but between school and just where she is with school developmentally, like she, she's, Learning is a little bit different for her than other 10th graders because she doesn't have some of the fundamental things that they learned early on because yeah. she's, what, known English for, she's been here six years, but known English really well for probably four years because it took yeah. a couple years to get it down. And so we have to focus a lot of time on school and then some other things that she's working on and things like dance that are really good for her. And she's doing softball at school as well. So anyway, she wanted a job. Therapist was like, maybe not right now, unless she absolutely has to get one. Let's stick with things like babysitting and odd jobs here and there that maybe can fit into her schedule instead of like if she went and got a job at Clean Juice, which she wanted to apply at or Chick-fil-A, which would be great. But they dictate your schedule. Yeah. I mean, and, you have a set schedule. That's not something you can like come in and out of. Yeah. And so for her, I'm just thankful. Yeah, we can give her that that space during the week so that she can focus on her studies. So anyway, it's a big deal this weekend. Yeah. But she, a couple of weeks ago, she worked a book fair um, for another friend. And I guess I someone love that you're there. Fine. I just want to say, I love that you're finding all these fun odd jobs for her. I think they're awesome because they're not even odd jobs in the sense that they're like really bizarre. It's just like odd jobs for her to be able to do and like see what she likes. I mean, that's how you figure out what interests you have. Yeah. And I think it's good for her to be around entrepreneurs. And, yeah. You know. Especially because she's definitely going to be one. There's no doubt of, about that in my mind. I think so too. And I guess someone at the book fair was selling, yeah collars like Christmas collars because she came home and she used her money to go buy oh uh her Maggie a little Christmas collar and it's the, the first time she's worn a collar so long story 
to get to the collar. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that, but it, she looks cute in it. And that's where it came from, the book fair. That's how Cher worked. And then she's working portably this weekend. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for her. It sounds like it's something she's excited about. You also did mention, too, on the show, you were talking about Kara, your dog Kara, and how she's kind of had some anxiety. Do you feel like that's kind of related to all the stuff that has been going on in the lives and she's going back and forth? Uh, potentially. And we're, you know, try to keep that in mind. But really, her anxiety really kicked into gear in 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's been before there was any type of Things separation or back and forth. Uh, but she sleeps with Stevenson. And when she's there, she's acting the same as when she's at my house. So, you know, I I would think like maybe if she was calmer at one of the houses and then she has to go to the other, she's like, oh, the change. And she starts yeah. freaking out. But yeah, we're just trying to do things for her that maybe will be more, I don't know, comforting. I don't, I don't know yet what that's totally going to look like besides just meds because we got prescription meds from the vet and I don't know how long is a dog supposed to take that, you know? Yeah. I mean, ideally they're not, you know, I, I go to a holistic vet, so I'm very, I'm very fortunate in that, that I have that, but definitely not. They don't want them on them for long periods of time for sure. Right. So we're so. not on anything right now, which is why we're trying other things. Yeah, exploring. And there's a lot. there. That, you know, we are at a really good place in things for pets. There's so many options for them. Yeah, if anybody so. has tips for me, if you've experienced a dog that has a lot of anxiety and also attachment issues. It sounds like separation anxiety. Like she cannot just go to the backyard and go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You have to open the door. She wants you to walk outside and go stand as close to her as possible out where the grass is. Okay, I, I have a question on this because Remy does the same thing. Sometimes she won't go. I have to like herd her. Like, you know how you herd cattle? I have to kind of like, like herd her to go to the bathroom. And so I did uh, like treats. Every time she'd go by herself, she'd get rewarded with a treat or like a little dog stick. And she'd be so excited then to start pottying. Maybe that's an option at least to help with pottying. Yeah. I, I can't help with anything else. Okay. I, don't, I don't have anything else. But maybe that helps with the I'll least the anything. pottying. Yeah. And and I know that it's discipline in, on the, the owner's part. Like we we have a responsibility as the... Are we, why am I calling it? Is it owner? What are we? Parents? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, everybody has a different view of it. Yes. I mean, Remy to me is just like my friend that doesn't speak and it has fur. (laughs) That's how I see it. Well, it's friends, whatever. Yeah. We have a responsibility to be consistent. And I think that's where we fall Mm. short a little bit is some of the consistency and, and some of those boundaries and the rewards and whatnot and not letting her just kind of do whatever she wants. Um, it's hard though. It's, it I mean, is. like, listen, here's the thing. Like dogs are very perceptive with energy. I mean, they can pick up on things. When I, when I was training Remy, they have, when they say, when you hold onto a leash and you're going to therapy, if you are off that day, they're going to feel exactly what you're feeling. They're going to feel it through that leash. Like dogs are very perceptive, which is why they make therapy dogs. That's why there's dogs that are service dogs. They feel energy. So it, well, it could so, be feeling that okay, just from multiple factors. To that point, when the behavior started to get really bad with her, it made sense. Like 2020, 2021, yeah, the energy in our house was not great. So that made sense. But the energy's better now. Yeah. Like everyone is in a much healthier place. We're doing good. But Kara is still holding on to that. Yeah. So she's And they do. Hey, just like us, they do hold on to memories. Okay. Like they have short term memory. But they do hold on to things. Again, energy. They're they're very like energy based creatures. That's what I learned well, a lot about. She needs about to go to an energy healer. And, I mean, you know something. Maybe maybe that's what it is. She has to like get it out of her body. You know, just holding on to it. 
Okay, well, I wanted to hear how, how both the animals were doing. Also, do you have any pro tips for not getting Maggie to open up uh, cabinets? Because Hazel still does this. Oh, Maggie will kind of open up a drawer, um, but then the drawer stays open. She doesn't close it behind her. So cabinets are tricky because she can open it and get in and then shut it, and then she's stuck in there. Yeah, but she so like she this is what she, when she's mad at me because I haven't fed her enough. Like, and this cat's eating three times a day. But she will open cabinets and she'll try and knock off the ornaments on my tree. But that, she doesn't purposely do this. This is only when she wants food. This is the two things she does. Yeah, I, I don't have any tips for you. Maggie doesn't really do that too much. If we leave a cabinet open, she's going to go, go in. It. Yeah. But she doesn't really open it and hide away herself, yeah. except for a drawer. And it's normally my towel drawer in my bathroom which bothers me because then she gets on the towels and, <laughs> and then has I hair get out everywhere. of the shower and I put it on my face and then it's cat hair all over my face. <laughs> she and makes like, a little makeshift bed with yeah. a towel. I'm like, yeah. This is a problem. But when you pull the drawer out, it makes sense. It looks like a little cat bed. It does. It so. does. But yeah, no, they're not drawers. It's just cabinets. And I, I do know it's a lot of her rescue and coming from, she didn't have a lot of entertainment. I mean, she was stuck in a house with 130 cats. They didn't probably have cat oh, toys, gosh, yeah. you know? So. She, does she pee anywhere? No, she's great with the litter box. And she's, I mean, because cats are naturally very clean and stuff. She just has these little quirks about her that are hilarious. Yeah, well, a quirk about Maggie is sometimes if it's a basket that's in the shape of her litter box, she'll just pee in it. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know where your litter box is. <laughs> why did you think this white basket on the counter in the laundry room <laughs> was something to pee on? But... <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better. At least Maggie also has quirks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has, but that's, that's also not fun because cat pee smells really bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's worse than dog pee. Okay. All right, well, we have some more things to talk about. We're going to take a quick little break right here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Okay, we're about to get controversial, Amy. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. What is the most controversial thing you think you did? in 2023 because we're like end of year looking back on the year do you feel like there's anything controversial that you did it could be funny it doesn't have to be like you know genuinely controversial well do you have one because you could go first and I could think yes I'll let you think I I have two okay one of them being my bangs like I mean you want to talk about something that I have gotten more comments about and like unsolicited comments of people being like you shouldn't have done that and, and why do you do this and every time so my bangs have been more of a controversial move than I ever thought possible. I love your bangs. Yeah. Yeah, they're so I cute. Do, I do too. So, But it still confuses me. Like, I won't even ask about it and people will comment on them. I'm like, okay, it's my hair, but whatever. Well, thanks. Um, and then I just recently posted my mom's potato soup recipe. And it was very controversial that I used margarine instead of butter. Well, I saw that. I did have a thought about it. Okay. Uh, no, no, not judging. No, I was no, like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Because you were like, margarine, it is different. Like, I don't, it tastes different. It is, which it absolutely does. So that recipe, she's, it's very specific because it creates the taste you're going for. So creates the taste. And I learned like after this all happened, because I started doing some research because I'm like, okay, so why does it have margarine? Margarine doesn't create clumps in soup. Whereas butter, because you're you're using margarine and flour to create kind of the base of the soup. And when you use butter, it clumps really easily. So you'll have clumps of flour oh. in a soup. So that's why you use margarine, because it doesn't do that. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be controversial no. or wasn't judging you, but I definitely was like, okay, dang, you're feeling really strong about the margarine, okay? Because well, I'd probably be like, I just have butter, I'll use butter. But you were like, must use margarine. Well, it was like this, it was like this weird thing that everybody like was like, it's so bad. I'm like, yes, l- listen. There's a lot of things I probably do that are bad for me. I've, I've learned that just about everything has a negative. I mean, heck, using my computer and my phone every day is not the best thing for me. There's a lot of things that don't feel right. But this is one recipe a year that calls for <laughs> margarine. Yeah, you're good. And I'm like, I, I think I'll be okay for this one. But man, people are really like adamant, which I totally respect. Like I'll, moving forward, I'll make sure if I can substitute. I totally will. But I just had no idea that butter... Versus margarine was going to be this huge argument. Well, so yours are bangs and butter. And right when you started talking a minute ago, the first thing that came to mind was like, oh, duh, yeah, I got a divorce. That was pretty controversial for some. Oh, yeah. But that's not like controversial in a way that you did anything wrong. Well, according to some people, I did. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't see it that way. But dang, yeah, that's Yeah, no, there was, I would say the support, I mean, was overwhelming. Like, I... I probably expected a little bit more negativity than I got, but there was still a few people that just couldn't help themselves. 
Yeah. But to, you know, reach out, of course, some lovingly and out of concern. Uh, of course, they know nothing about the full story at all whatsoever. Um, but I'm sure they felt on their heart to make sure that I knew mm-hmm. that, you know, we had adopted kids and how could we do this to them? I'm like, trust me, fully aware. <laughs> already, <laughs> if anybody's thought anything, like we've already thought it too, yeah. because it's not like something we were wanting to do. So, uh, I yeah. hate that you had to deal with those comments because it's already a really hard life situation. It but. was, the, those were, you know, small compared to the supportive ones, but it's still controversial yeah. to be in that uh, situation and for people to have opinions about your life when, you know, it doesn't really impact them in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Is it, I've always found that super interesting. Like I love, I, I love getting feedback. There's a lot of feedback that's helped me in doing different things. I agree. Feedback is great. But some people take feedback instead of it being feedback. It's an opinion. Yeah. It's criticism. Yeah. It's not like, Hey, lovingly, like this is really awesome what you're doing. Here's something else that you can maybe do that will help or maybe it won't. A lot of it's like you're doing this wrong or you did this wrong instead of it coming from a place of love. I think that's what is the struggle. And that always struggles me because I've never done that. On on social media my entire life, I've never written somebody and said, hey, do this a different way. You're like, hey, did y'all try couples therapy? Because I really feel like if you did that, it could help. And like, could you imagine your, like, yourself yes. sending that to somebody? Yes, we went to couples therapy for a year, uh, every week. Most of those weeks, two hours a week. And then Tom, our therapist, could, uh-huh. said we could go down to an hour. So we graduated. <laughs> See, you you put in the work. But like for you, like somebody you follow, would you ever be like, hmm, I really think they need to know that this is the way I feel about this? No. But, you know, it's a it's it's a weird thing because we want connection and feedback with our listeners and we are putting so much out there. So I guess I I do expect I'm I, I'm not complaining about it because I'd rather have people reaching out than, you know, not because I do think that some of them it is from a place of concern that they did mean well. But would I do that? Not necessarily. Yeah. Well, I, I would majority. try to just reach out with support, even if I didn't understand it. It's not my job to understand it. And I would just want them to say, like, hey, I have no idea what's going on here, but sending all the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. So I would do I, something like that. Yeah. And I think that's why it's hard for me, you know, to, to comprehend it. It's because it's just I just never would. I mean, I'll write like helpful things or be like, I'm so proud of you. This is great. But at no point in time have I ever been like, I have a negative thought and I should share that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I'm with you. Like, I love it. I love that people want to connect. And I think it's important that we have human connection. But it is also remembering that people are human at the same time while you're leaving comments. That other person isn't AI. They're not a robot. They are a real person. Which we all know the computer creates some separation with that. Like when you're behind yeah, the a tone keyboard is hard. or when you're behind your phone. Uh they don't seem real. It reminds me of when I first started radio and I would get emails because we didn't have social media as a way to <laughs> comment <laughs> to people. But I'd get emails that would make me cry because I didn't have thick skin yet. I don't know that's fully thick, but I was just getting used to people having these opinions about what I think, what I do, or what I was saying on the air. <clears throat> and 
I would spend so much time thoughtfully replying, like so much time, way too much time. And when I would reply back to them, then I would get another reply from them saying, oh my gosh, I didn't expect to hear from you. So crazy. Love the show. Listen every day. And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) You're like, wait, you you just said a lot of mean things. I'm not sure what's happening. And and that goes back to too, like the fact that they're like, oh, you're real. Yeah, you're real. And there's always a tone with social media. I've realized too, I am very sarcastic. I have a very like, when I respond to things, it's very humor. Like sometimes I'll respond in all caps just to be like, I'm yelling in a funny way. But some people are like, why are you yelling at me? I'm like, no, 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 I was joking. Like it it was meant to be a joke. So I've also realized too that tone is really hard on social media. Somebody could say something and have a really positive tone in person, but you type it. And if there's no explanation points or like, hey, I love this. You're like, oh, this is horrible. This is the worst thing I've ever read. Well, tone and work emails or text with friends sometimes is hard yeah or like when somebody texts you like something short you're like dang I did something wrong (laughs) it's that it's just that tone in general with technology Mm -hmm. that I think has made it really hard so all that to say uh we've been controversial in 2023 Mm -hmm. butter bangs and divorce there you go I'm sure other things too big three (laughs) I I wasn't ready for those okay speaking of social media though who's been your favorite follow in 2023 Oh, gosh. Let me pull up my Instagram. I know that um, I like peaceful underscore Barb. Okay. Oh, wait. Is that like the Barb lady that she shares a lot of like uh, quotes, like inspiring type quotes? I think I've seen her before. There's yeah. also a Barb that does like hacks too, like life hacks. She's like an older oh, Barb. Oh, I follow her too. She's okay. like her bio is everybody's grandma. Yes, that's yeah. the Barb I was thinking of. She's the great. So peaceful underscore Barb is good. And then that Barbara is um i just love a life hack i love learning when you can do things a little bit better is this barbara not coming up shoot i don't know i can't find that one now but those are some good ones what about you yeah the what so the one that i started following earlier this year that i can't stop is uh robert Irwin on tiktok steve Irwin's son he's literally a mini steve Irwin. i mean he's taken over basically steve's role he posts all these animal videos and he's very wholesome like steve Irwin in in, in every way like it's almost like looking at a new version of Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah. It's like so that. cool to watch. I yeah. love following nature type things and animals. I sometimes will go to my search thing and do hashtag cat anything. Yeah. And then what that does is it causes all of the cat videos to show up in my suggested. Yeah. Just when they're randomly throwing videos into my feed. Yeah. They're always cats and it's great. See, I love that. I love when it's like animal videos because then social media is a really positive place. Yes. Animals. <laughs> yes. Beautiful sunsets, sunrises, nature, yeah, like pretty birds. Nature and animals can't be negative. So like anytime I see it, it makes me happy. Besides like the rescue stuff. That makes me sad. But like all the other ones make me really happy. Funny videos. And then speaking of funny people, I like following Trey Kennedy. Oh, yeah. You really love funny. him. You've seen him in, in concert or uh, on tour live. <laughs> how, how do I phrase that? I went to his comedy show. Okay. There it yeah. is. I was like, that's not in concert. Okay. Yeah. Those yeah. Are some good and follows. Then he did my four things podcast. And then I went on his podcast, Correct Opinions, which actually my episode with him came out this week on his podcast. Oh, that's cool. So go check that out, y'all. Yeah. It's called Correct Opinions. And there's a YouTube video of it, too. They came to the house a long time ago. I didn't know if it was ever going to go up. But I guess when they came to Nashville, they recorded with a lot of different people. Mm. 
and then mine happened to go up this week. They sent an email. So we're just banking it all. Whoop. I know. I was like, look at y'all getting ahead. I love it. Yeah. And yeah, if you're traveling to a city and you've got different people, like especially Nashville, they probably have a lot of people they could go around. I think they sat down with um, Shay from Dan and Shay and Tyler Hubbard. And I can't remember who else, but. Nice. But look at you in that company. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're like a, you're also a singer, Amy. Oh no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm definitely not a singer, but. I do enjoy following Trey and Danae Hayes, which we talked yeah, about her on the she's show this awesome. year. Mm-hmm. She's really funny. So I, I like funny on Instagram, cats, and encouraging. Those yeah. are my three categories. <laughs> Those are some strong categories. I'm very proud of you for having a positive social media feed. Thank you. <laughs> very Fine. good. Okay, we're going to be right back. We're going to take one more quick break. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. We did get into this like a little bit as we were talking about Maggie and stuff, but like life update, just checking in real quick. How are you? How are you feeling? How's life going? I feel good. Uh, Earlier this year, I had some dry mouth issues and then they went away and they're back. So I'm having a hard time swallowing right now. Like as we (laughs) speak. All the updates was not what I was prepared for. (laughs) Well, I think it's uh, a perimenopausal thing. 
or something. Do you have to like force yourself to swallow? Like you're like, like right now, mm. I have to really. Oh, see, that's <clears throat> uncomfortable. Think it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But I mean, there's worse things in life for sure. But I'm just bummed that it's back because I felt like, oh, yay, it went away. Um, but in true hormone fashion, if it is related to that, then well, it's time for it to show back up again. I guess it'll be an ebb and flow type thing. I don't really know. I have biotine, which is a mouthwash that helps with dry mouth. Okay. So I can't really, I can't wait to get home and swish my biotine. <laughs> that's, that's a life update for me. Like time marches on. I was going to say that was a time marches on for sure. Is for this like real. A, a, a time like for your age? I don't know. Yeah. I'm 40, that that would happen. I'm going to be 43. It's I'm in that window. I mean, when does, when does menopause actually happen? For It's different for every woman, but. I, I think I am preparing for me for it to happen. I don't know, maybe mm. by the time I'm close to 50 or in my 50s or right before. I didn't know if there was like an age range or if it's like. Well, let me look it up because I don't know for sure. It's totally okay, too. I just didn't know if you had information on if you were doing research. Well, well, now you got me curious. <laughs> I research it often and then I always forget because I don't. It's not stuff I want to retain because I'm like, <laughs> That's am fair. I really researching my because there's perimenopause, there's premenopause. I've read the difference multiple times. Don't ask me the difference. I don't know. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's just like not sticking. And maybe that's part of the. It's like menopause. My brain thing. doesn't yep. quite work either. My my vision is getting worse. I've always had twenty twenty vision. Like I could read anything, and now when I look at the back of a box to read something, you have to hold it out a little bit. I'm yes. I'm squinting. <laughs> I'm pushing things away. So I think I'm going to have to probably get some reading glasses. Readers. At some point soon. It's probably well, I think that's pretty normal. Just know that that's pretty normal. I'm pretty sure just about everybody as they get older has some form of vision loss. So. Oh, yeah. I know that it's coming, <laughs> but it's just here, you know, yeah. and I'm I'm OK with that. I just got to start handling. I mean, it's just a life update. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? No, I was not prepared for that one. No, that was that was one. I, <laughs> you were prepared for perimenopause and um, me not being able to read? No, I, I really didn't. I honestly, I didn't know what you were going to tell me, but like. I'm that sure was I just, have something more fun, but I can't think of it. It didn't need to be fun. I just I just was not prepared. Um, Lindsay from Louisiana. This is one that I pulled from the listener Q&A uh, to put it here. She wants to know like the best, worst part of being single after so long. Well, uh, coming up, it's going to be explaining that I'm approaching menopause when I'm on as, a date. As the worst, right? <laughs> so I just Googled it, and um, it's typically between ages 45 and 55. So that's okay, what I so you're, you're, it's so pre is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And dang, that kind of sucks that the pre takes for like several years. Yeah, I also felt a little crazy the other day. I don't know what that was about, but maybe it's related to mm. like I just kind of like snapped. your hormones are just all over the place. Uh huh, I think so. Um, my I friend and I were joking <laughs> about how, you know, sometimes you can keep your hormones in check, but if you're around safe people, you can just let it all out. And so I, that was happening and I was expressing exactly how I was feeling. Mm. And then that friend and I, we went and walked our dogs and we were laughing because she's like, oh my gosh, I get the same way. And I said, but isn't it funny that if I wasn't with you at this time and I was with someone that maybe I didn't know as well or whatever that I'd be like oh hey yeah everything how's your day yeah. so good and then like to her I'm like bleh, 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 bleh. you know it's just uh safe spaces you've you've found safe spaces in your mm-hmm. life which is awesome which yeah I guess I'm thankful for the 
awareness. But I mean, it's not even like I'm controlling it. Like it's just, it's some, like my body knows I'm around a safe person and it can just react. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> but, but I know for sure if I had been with like somebody else or if I'd been on a first date or something, oh, yeah. there's no way I would have just in that moment reacted as crazy as I did. Um, so, so the dating the thing. thing is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Cause I, can you ask the question again? Yeah. I haven't dated, so I'm... So she just wants to know, like, the best and the worst part of being single again after so long. Okay. Be, okay. Uh, the worst for me after being married for 17 years is things, honestly, that Ben took care of that I probably just took for granted. I mean, I think that goes for both of us. We had our things that we did and we did well, like air in my tire. I I am a, a big girl. I'll handle that now. But normally he would see that and he would just like take care of it. And I liked that. I liked. You liked having somebody mm-hmm. to take care of things. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I could that. take care of other things. Um, but it's, you know, that's that's hard getting used to doing certain things that you're not used to doing. Like when I took the kids on the Thanksgiving trip to with my sister and her family my sister said, I think you're going to want to rent a car. And I said, no, we'll just Uber. And she's like, no, the things that we're doing, she's like, and we've got a family of six, so we have our own car. You're going to need to rent a car. And I thought, well, Ben always would rent the car. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was one of the things where I'm like, okay, I got to be responsible, be an adult here. And it, 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 I was really proud of myself. I know it may sound silly, but I was just like, man, renting a car, that is just like, adulting at its finest when I turned that jeep back in I'm so proud of myself I even I'm renting another car this weekend now it's like no thing I got this you just had to do the one yeah yeah it'll still feel like an adult thing for sure but I would say that's a hard part adjusting to you know having to adult in ways that you don't didn't previously have to adult and I know Ben probably has a list of things too it's not that he was just doing things for me I did things for him as well, too. And he's probably like, oh, who shuts all my drawers behind me? Because he used to leave <laughs> drawers open all the time. Yeah. Or- no, it's, a, it's an adjustment when you're living by yourself again. And that I think that's what uh, Lindsay wanted to like find out for you. Yeah, so the there's mic. that adjustment. And then, I don't know. I mean, the it, it's nice also being single. Um, just getting to know myself better. Having that time. and wanting to go into another relationship when that time comes, knowing myself way better than I did at 25 when I got married. So that way I can know myself and who, who I am and I can have the tools to best support me in that, which, which will make me a better partner. And I hope to meet somebody that is the same. So we're our own people. You know, our therapist, actually, Tom, that Ben and I went to for so long, like he would put, he put two hula hoops on the ground and then the hula hoops would overlap a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like a, a, a Venn diagram. diagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would have Ben stand in one hula hoop and me in another. And then we would put one foot into the middle part that was overlapping. And that was the relationship. Like I am responsible for my hula hoop. And then whoever you're in a relationship isn't responsible for their hula hoop. Well, sometimes what we end up doing in relationships is we can hop into the other hoop where we don't belong. 
and try to change that person or fix something with that person or fix it for that person. And I think that was a big takeaway for um, both me and Ben going into our next relationships. I had some codependent behavior for sure. And I like that I have the freedom now to work on myself, work on my hula hoop so that when I Venn diagram with another hula hoop, (laughs) um, you know, hopefully we'll both in a place where we just kind of put our toes in Mm -hmm. and that's our relationship. When you're a totally different person now, you're in a totally different season of your life. You've experienced a lot of life. So you being who you are right now is totally different than who you were when you first got married to Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And he's totally different too. And I do think you can grow together and you should be different people after 10 years and you can still be happily married um, if that's, you know, how your relationship evolves. But I think, uh, I think I like that time alone and also just to watch whatever I want to watch. That's hey, when gold, I want to golden watch it. point there. I love that. Okay. Well, thanks, Lindsay, for that question. I wanted to to talk to you about two kind of date situations that I've been on. Okay. And see what you would have done. So I did go on I'm I've been trying to loosely do this like 12 dates of Christmas thing where I try and get 12 dates before Christmas because this is my problem. I will get dates and then I cancel them because I don't want to go. It's a lot of energy to be vulnerable. It's a lot of energy to keep talking about yourself and learning about other people over and over just for them to not work out. It's a lot. And so you get to a point you just want to cancel dates all the time. So I was like, well, and they don't have to be all first dates. They could be second and third dates. If I meet somebody, it's just a matter of pushing myself to go on more dates instead of canceling them. because It's really easy to cancel. Um, And so I went on a first date with a guy and he ended up being 15 minutes late. And right as about the 15 minute mark hit, I was like, this is probably where I should like leave. Did he reach out at all? He had reached out like at the beginning of that. He was like, hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late, which I anticipated. So I was like, okay, he'll be a few minutes late because he took an Uber. I was like, that's fine. But he was like, okay, I'll be there at this time. And he wasn't there. And I was like, okay, like I got stood up. I like I should go home. I didn't know it was going to be 15 minutes. Like I knew it was going to be a few. I didn't know it'd be 15. And so I literally as he was arriving, I was kind of getting myself together to be like, okay, I, I need to like pay my drink and I need to go. But then he showed up and I still stayed with the date. But like if a guy is 15 minutes late and it's not exactly communicated, what would you have done? Would you have stayed and waited or? I would have waited. I feel like 15 minutes I can still wait. And I guess I'm going to have a little grace for that situation, not knowing what happens. But if date two, he's 15 minutes late again, and then it continues. that's going to be a problem. Yeah, It's definitely not a good first impression because um, you would think a first date, you're excited, you're trying to be on time, or at least you would want to make that person feel like this is a priority for you. This is important. So if you are going to be late, you send adequate updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did get, he was a really nice guy. Like he's very kind. And we had connections from, he went to K-State too. And we just happened to be in the same city. And I'm like, okay, this feels like this should be a cool thing. And he was very nice, but we're definitely in different places of our lives. And are you I meeting think, these people online? Yeah. They're all from Hinge. That was also another thing is like, I'd get on Hinge and I wouldn't go on dates because I didn't. You go through a lot of uh, roller coaster rides when you're dating. It's like, okay, I'll do all the dates and I want to meet all the people. And then you'll go down. And you're like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to be on the dating house. I don't want to do anything. Then you'll go back up again. It's like this roller coaster ride because the more you meet people, you're like, dang, I'm never going to meet my person. It's kind of the roller coaster ride that you're on. So currently, I'm on the upside of it. I'm like, yeah, let's go on all the dates. I'm sure I will come down to that. Wait, so soon. y'all are not 
It's, no. It's not going to work. Okay. No, we're not going to go on another date. So he, what's the second thing? So the other one is a different guy that I would give my I gave my number to on Hinge. And we've only texted back and forth like 10 times. We have not met in person. We haven't FaceTimed. We've only met on Hinge and I gave him my number. And he keeps calling me beautiful and darling. And I don't know how to respond to that. Mm. <laughs> have like not darling met- with darling apostrophe or darling? Just darling. Okay. Like no apostrophe, but darling. No G. Um, and it kind of has given me the ick. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be into that. Right? Like I, I, I love pet names when you're dating somebody. I think that's fine. Yeah, it's like, an hey, affection. Babe. Yeah. But- I haven't met you yet. I don't, I, we haven't even seen each other like in on a video chat. And you're like one of the first things he said to me was like, hey, beautiful. How's your day? I'm like, ick. I don't know why. I don't know why that gives me the ick. Have you seen that show on uh, Netflix? No, Hulu. I think it's called Betrayal on Hulu. I can Google it. Um, I'm looking it up, but. Uh, is, he, it, is it something like that? Okay, the perfect called, husband mm-hmm, betrayal. The perfect husband, and it's not exactly what you're <laughs> describing. But when he so he was reconnecting with his college girlfriend like 20 years after college, and he found her on Facebook or whatever. She had commented something on his like another friend from college, and he saw her, and I guess he's like, "Oh, I should send her a note." So he sends her a DM, and that's how it starts everything. And I feel oh. like he. You should go watch it. I don't want to give anything away because I knew nothing about it before I started watching it. It was interesting watching it unfold because I had no idea what was next. I was like, what did this guy do that was so bad? Like, he seems like the perfect husband. (laughs) And he doesn't look like he would do anything wrong. He would won teacher of the year Mm. multiple times. I have dated one of those. So I just was like, "What's, what's the catch here? And then you're like, oh, but... Anyway, when you would see how he would communicate with Mm. people and hit them up, like, I'd be like, Hey, beautiful. How's it going? Hey, darling. Hey, beautiful. How's your day? It's just like out of the gate. I don't know. Something. It's something about it being out of the gate. I'm not saying that guy is this guy at all whatsoever, but this is also just a TV show recommendation and a way to throw it in because it popped in my mind of like that the messages he was sending to people. I'm just like, I would not be into that. Like I would be more like turned off, but. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. 20-year-old Morgan would probably be like, all about it. 30-year-old Morgan is sitting here like, this feels weird. 20-year-old's like, oh, hey, I'm beautiful. Yeah, yeah. like I don't, I love the compliment, you know? So, yeah. So because like how many girls is he sending well, hey, beautiful to? Or that's hey, beautiful has your interesting who bites. That's my thing, too. that's what I this think, guy would do, the perfect yes, husband. I think he's doing that because he's also not remembering names. He may have a roster. And so instead of remembering names, he just says pet names. Because I have seen that happen before. Or like bad surgeon. The show on Netflix that yeah. we talked about on the show this week. Okay, so he had multiple relationships and he had multiple cell phones, but he would take videos of himself being like, good morning, babe. I really miss you. But he would never say their name. Mm. So what he was doing, and once they put it all together, she's like, oh, because it's like, how would you have all this time to communicate with everybody and keep up with it? And so he would just make generic videos yeah. Or generic notes and then just copy and paste or, you know, and yep. send out the same thing. See, that's what I'm saying. It's people who have a roster that do this. Yep. Bad so, surgeon. Yeah. Another good show. Watch it. Okay. I'll, I'll watch that one too. But yeah, so I've been getting in the, the ick, but I will say, I'll leave this on this little note teaser. I did go on a date and it was really good. Oh, okay. And I'm going on a second date with them. Okay. Like I've, I haven't been in, excited about a guy like this in a long time. So 
I don't know if I will still be excited in a week after the second date. I, that could all change. So what but was in the first moment, date? We were, we went into a restaurant. And we sat outside by the fire and had drinks. We talked for four hours. Okay, Abby. I, like it wasn't even about like personal things. Like we just geeked out together. We talked about like all the things that I love to nerd out about. We talked about like our our traveling things we've done. It wasn't like I, I never gave too much away. Like I would literally say, mm, you can't know that yet. Like I'm, I'm not going to go there yet. And, oh, because that would be PMI, premature intimacy. Yes. Yeah. And I don't do that. I was mm-hmm. like, no, we can have it's service not about level. Physical, and- but like intimately knowing you all parts of you. Yes. And that's not what a first date's about. It's just seeing if you guys mesh on a lot of things. And we did. And he like the guy would come back. He's like, yeah, let's get another drink. I'm like, okay, this is great. It was a really good conversation. So I'm excited about the second date. And I haven't been excited about this like for a while. So good. What are y'all going to do? Dinner? Yeah. He wants to take me to dinner and then potentially go and do like a game of some kind. So a little activity. Okay. Yeah. So teaser for later. Who knows? I could come back and say, never mind. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to go ahead over to listener Q&A. Come meet us over there in part three. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 